Suratul Layl is also a Makki Surah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Wallayli Ida Yogsha. By the night when it covers. Meaning it covers everything with its darkness. It even hides the sun. Wallahari Ida Tajalla. And by the day when it appears. When it shines forth. When it becomes manifest. Tajalla, same word as we read earlier. Jim, Lam, Wow. It appears with its full radiance. Surah Al-Isra, Ayah 12. Allah says, وَجَعَلْنَا اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارَ آيَتَيْنِ We have made the night and the day, both of them, as two signs. وَمَا خَلَقَ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْسَى And by the one who has created the dhakar, the male, وَالْأُنْسَى and the female. Opposites. Night, day. Man, woman. إِنَّ سَعْيَكُمْ لَشَتَّى Conclusion, that indeed your efforts, your striving, is what? لَشَتَّى It is surely diverse. Shatta is the plural of the word shatit. Sheen ta ta. Just like the word marid is a singular of the word marda. So shatta, plural of the word shatit. We have done this word earlier. Tahsabuhum jami'an wa kulubuhum. Wa kulubuhum shatta. And what does it mean by shatit? When there is diversity. When things are not the same. When they're not identical. So in nasariyakum lashatta, just as the night and day are different, just as the male and female are different, your efforts are also different. Night, day, completely different. Doesn't mean that the night is better than the day or the day is better than the night. Is it? No. The night serves a purpose, the day serves a purpose. Man, woman, different physically and also in other ways, does that mean that one is superior to the other just because of their gender? No. Each is important in their own way. Likewise, in nasariyakum lashatta, everybody does something different. Every person does things their own way. Doesn't mean that one is superior to the other. Like for example, if a person thinks, oh, because I'm a doctor, I'm the best person in this universe. No, not necessarily. Yes, you're a doctor, you are helping people get better, but there's also people who are saving, who are rescuing others. So, inna sa'yakum lashatta. What does it mean by this? Everybody works differently. And if our goal is to make everybody the same, it's not going to work. We have to accept diversity. We must do that. Because if we don't, then we're putting ourselves in hardship. You know, for example, even when it comes to writing, or laying the table, or parking the car, or even driving a car, isn't everybody their own style? I mean, everybody does things their own way. Isn't it? Yes, of course, if somebody is doing something illegal, that's not acceptable. But don't criticize someone just because they do things differently. If it opposes the command of Allah, yes, there we will do Amr bil ma'roof nahiyan al munkar. But where it doesn't, then let it be. In nasariyakum lashatta. This can be understood in another way also. In nasariyakum lashatta, O you people, 
you are diverse. In the sense that some people are striving towards paradise. And some people are working to end up where? In hellfire. Allah has created people for what purpose? For His worship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in the heart of people the recognition of good and the recognition of bad. So those who pursue good, those who worship Allah, their goal is going to be different from the end of those who don't. Their end is going to be different. Just as their striving, their lifestyle is different. Their end, their outcome is also going to be different. There is a difference of night and day between those who strive for paradise and those who are heading towards hellfire. There is a huge difference. And here we need to see ourselves that my habits, my lifestyle, my goals that I have in my life, who do they resemble? Do they resemble the ways of those whom Allah has blessed, whom Allah is pleased with? Or do they resemble others? In my clothing, in my speech, in my thinking, in the way I eat, my values, which group do I belong to? إِنَّ سَعْيَكُمْ فَأَمَّا مَنْ أَعْطَى وَاتَّقَى Now the difference is mentioned. فَأَمَّا then as for مَنْ who أَعْطَى He gave. He gave what? What is necessary to be given? What must be given? Like for example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us to give of our wealth, to give of our knowledge, to give of our time, to give from our abilities. So the one who gives وَاتَّقَى And he feared. Feared who? Allah. وَصَدَّقَ And he confirmed, meaning he attests the truthfulness. He believes in what? بِالْحُسْنَى In the best one. What is this best? حُسْنَى الْكَلِمَةُ الْحُسْنَى The best speech. What is the best speech? The speech of Allah. And the word of His Messenger. So وَصَدَّقَ بِالْحُسْنَى he believes, he confirms the truthfulness of the word of Allah and the word of the Messenger. Then this person, فَسَنُ يَسِرُهُ Then we will facilitate for him. We will ease him. We will make it easy for him. What? لِلْيُسْرَى Towards the yusra, Towards the ease. We will ease him toward ease. We will make the easy way easy for him. Easy doesn't mean simple. We will facilitate for him the easy way. What is the easy way? Or what is the ease? This can be understood in multiple ways. Firstly, look at the promise of Allah. فَسَنُ يَسِّرُهُ This is for tahqiq, for certainty. That whoever gives and fears Allah, and believes, then Allah will facilitate all His affairs for him. فَسَنُ يَسِرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى Yusra means ease, meaning everything will be facilitated for him. And this means that all his worldly affairs, and religious affairs, will be made easy for him. You might wonder how. We thought, when you do good stuff, you face difficulty. How does that work? 
فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى This is Allah's promise. We will make it easy for him. What? Everything. Worldly affairs and religious affairs. Firstly, remember this is Allah's promise. Right? And ease is not ease except after difficulty. So what this means is that yes, there will be difficulty, but Allah promises ease. Look at the life of the Messenger wasallam. Was there difficulty? Of different kinds? But then after every difficulty, was there relief? Was there ease? Was there? Yes. So believe in Allah's promise. When you're doing the right thing, you will face hardship. Because life is meant to be difficult. But that hardship is not going to be eternal. It's going to end. There will be ease. Secondly, we look at it this way. فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى That all his matters, all his affairs will be made easy for him. And yes, this is true. Because ease is not just that things become very simple for you. It means that they are facilitated for you. They are made possible for you. You get somewhere. Ease doesn't mean that you don't study for an exam and you just show up and you're like, oh, you know, I just gave sadaqah so I should pass. No. What it means is that you try your best. You work hard. Given the time that you have, the ability that you have, you put your trust in Allah and you do the right thing and you go sit for your exam and Allah's help will be there. It will be facilitated for you. فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى Then things that appear to be impossible will become possible. You understand? Look at the life of the Prophet ﷺ. Were there situations in his life that just seemed like it's done? It's over. Think about it. The journey of Hijrah, the battle of Badr, the battle of Uhud, all of these battles were what? How did the Prophet ﷺ pray before the battle of Badr? That, oh Allah, if you don't protect this group of people, then you will not be worshipped. Look at how he made dua. Was success made possible for him? Yes. Was it simple though? Was it simple? No. Did he have to work hard? Yes. But was he granted success? Yes. The impossible was made possible. And you look at the life of any person who is struggling in the way of Allah. Any sahabi, any scholar, you will find they did amazing things. How? Something that we cannot even imagine today. How? How did they do it? Because when Allah gives tawfiq to someone, then even the impossible becomes possible. Then a person accomplishes many things. Then even the most daunting and the most difficult tasks are easy. فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى And you see, this is successful life. This is a successful person. A successful person is not the one who's always finding shortcuts. A successful person is the one who manages to do what comes before him. And this can only be by Allah's help. Allah says in Surah Talaq, Ayah 4, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِ يُسْرًا Whoever fears Allah, then Allah will create ease for him in his matter, in his situation. So, فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرًا 
Do you believe in Allah's promise? Do you? We say that we believe in Allah's promise, but how do we live that belief? If you think about it, every time we discuss religious issues, we associate them with what? With difficulty and with hardship, with a burden that, oh, this is so difficult and this is so burdensome. You know, because we're serious about the deen and we take matters of the deen seriously and we want to do what is halal and we want to keep away from haram. This is why we are in so much misery. It's like all our life's problems are because of what? Because of what? Because of the deen. We blame the deen for everything. Then there's a problem. This is Allah's promise. فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى Believe in Allah's promise. Allah will create ease. He will make the impossible possible. Things that people can only dream about. They can only wish for. Allah can provide that to you. He can give that to you. And really you will see that the most chill, calm people are who? Those who fear Allah the most. They complain the least. And you know who complains the most? Those who are distant from Allah. Because when a person believes in Allah's promise, then he's just calm. Nafsul mutma'inna. Then he relaxes. And then the most difficult also becomes easy. It becomes possible. And when a person is distant from Allah, he doesn't expect help from Allah. He doesn't have hope in Allah's mercy, then what happens? Every little thing pinches and pokes and hurts and bothers. فَسَنُوا lil yusra. This is Allah's promise. So whenever there is an apparent hardship because of the deen, how are you going to view it? Whether that hardship is that, oh, somebody rejected me, they don't want to marry me because I wear hijab. Or that hardship is that, there's too much work, work and Qur'an and everything. It's just, you know my Qur'an class, it's just exhausting me. Whatever that hardship is, how are you going to view it? Allah's promise is that He's going to make it easy. I will do this not because of me, I will do this because of Him. I will get this, I will have this not because of me, but because of him fasanu yassiruhu lil yusra and you see yusra is what the easy life is where it's in jannah and how does a person get there by doing good so when a person a'ta wa taqa wa saddaqa bil husna then the easy path meaning the path of obedience is made easy for him how that one good deed leads to leads to over here another one which leads to another one وَأَمَّا And as for مَنْ بَخِلَ The one who becomes stingy. He says, oh, my money, my stuff, I don't want to give this. Stingy with their time. Stingy with their ego. مَنْ بَخِلَ وَاسْتَغْنَى And he considers himself free of need, independent of Allah. He thinks, oh, I don't need God, I'm good. I don't need God's reward. I don't need His mercy. وَأَمَّا مَنْ بَخِلَ وَاسْتَغْنَى وَكَذَّبَ بِالْحُسْنَى And he denies the best. What is الْحُسْنَى? The best word. The word of Allah. The word of the Messenger. فَسَنُوْيَسِّرُهُ لِلْعُسْرَى Then we will ease him toward difficulty. 
What is al-usra? What is real difficulty? It is in hell. So we will facilitate the path towards difficulty for him. That is the path that he will run in. That he will excel in. One sin will lead to another, to another, to another. فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْعُسْرَى Another way we can look at this is that فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْعُسْرَى Meaning we will make difficulty easy for him. That everything that he touches, he will find difficulty in it. Everything. In contrast, the person who believes, gives, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises them ease, facilitation, possibility. And here what do we find? The opposite. That how little things will become complicated. And anytime you find this in your life, that the most easiest of things are becoming hard for you. That for example, you're reading a page, you read it three times and you still don't get it. It's still not getting into your head. What's the reason? A simple page, something written in English, something written in basic language, you can't memorize it, you're not able to understand it. What's the reason? Why is something simple made difficult for you? Why? Look at your actions. وَأَمَّا مَنْ بَخِلَ وَاسْتَغْنَى Was I stingy? Did I think that I was not in need of Allah's help? So I just ignored my adhkar? I didn't even ask Allah for help? Maybe that's the reason. فَسَنُوا يَسِّرُهُ لِلْعُسْرَى His matters are made difficult for him. وَمَا يُغْنِي عَنْهُ وَمَا and what? يُغْنِي عَنْهُ It will avail him. مَالُهُ His wealth إِذَا تَرَدَّى When he will fall. The wealth because of which he thinks he is self-sufficient, he doesn't need Allah, he's independent of Allah. What good will this money be when this person taradda? He falls. He falls where? Into hell. Ra-dal-ya, rada, to perish. And taraddi is to fall in a ditch or in a well and be unable to come out. And if a person falls in a ditch, in a well, in a lake, What does it mean? When they're not able to come out, what does it mean? Death, destruction. So what good will his money be when he falls in hell? On the day of judgment, مَا أَغْنَى عَنِّي مَالِيَهِ هَلَكَ عَنِّي سُلْطَانِيَهِ يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ And إِذَا تَرَدَّى can also be understood as when he falls in his grave. When he goes in his grave, he's put in that hole, in that ditch, and covered up what good is his wealth inna alayna lalhuda indeed upon us is surely guidance meaning the responsibility to guide allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken this as a responsibility upon himself to do what to guide mankind how how what did we see in the previous surah He created signs in the universe. He put the understanding in the human being. And then He also sent clear guidance through messengers, through revelation. So, إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا لَلْهُدَى It is incumbent upon us to guide. And has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the way of guidance clear? Yes, He has. If you think about it, our religion guides us with respect to everything. What we should believe, how we should speak, how we should worship, how we should deal with one another. 
So much so that Abu Dhar said that the Prophet ﷺ died and there was no bird that flew with its wings in the sky except that the Messenger has taught something about it. Meaning there was nothing we saw anywhere except that the Prophet ﷺ had taught us something about it. وَإِنَّ And indeed, Lana for us, meaning it belongs to us only, لَلْآخِرَةَ Surely the hereafter, وَالْأُولَى and the first. The hereafter and the first life, meaning the life of this world. Both of them is in whose control? Allah's control. In whose power? Allah's power. The dunya belongs to Allah and the hereafter belongs to Allah. Allah is the owner of everything. وَإِنَّ لَنَا لَلْآخِرَةَ وَالْأُولَى فَأَنذَرْتُكُمْ So I have warned you. نَارًا of a fire تَلَظَّى That is blazing, raging. لَامْ ضَيَّ تَلَظَّى Meaning one that is raging. Its flames are rising. لَا يَصْلَاهَا None will enter to burn in it illa except al-ashqa the most wretched one and who is that the one who kadhaba wa tawalla in surah hud ayah 106 fa amma alladhina shaqu fa finnar alladhi kadhaba wa tawalla the one who has denied and turned away instead of giving he has been stingy instead of believing he has refused وَسَيُجَنَّبُهَا And soon he will avoid it. وَسَيُجَنَّبُ جِيم نُون بَا جَمْب What is جَمْب? Side of a person. And تَجَنُّب is to avoid something. So he will be kept away. He will be made to avoid. He will be spared. He will be removed far from it. From what? From hellfire. Who? الْأَتْقَى The most pious. Meaning the one who fears Allah the way Allah should be feared. That is the person who will avoid hellfire. And who is he? Who is the person who fears Allah the way Allah should be feared? الَّذِي يُؤْتِي مَا لَهُ The one who gives his wealth. And what are we always complaining about? Oh, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I want to buy this. I want to have that. The characteristic of the people of Jannah is... الَّذِي يُؤْتِي مَا لَهُ يَتَزَكَّى He gives of his wealth. Why? To purify himself. He gives sadaqah, he gives charity, so that it would be a means of purification for him. Because sadaqah, what does it do? It cleans us. In Surah At-Tawbah, Ayah 103, خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُطَهِّرُهُمْ وَتُزَكِّيهِمْ بِهَا Take sadaqah from them, meaning make them give sadaqah, so that they would be cleaned and purified. الَّذِي يُؤْتِي مَا لَهُ And also yatazakka can describe the state in which he gives his wealth. Meaning he gives it in a manner, in a cause that brings about tazkiyah. Not fasad, not corruption. One way of spending money is that it causes corruption. How? That a person is giving it for the purpose of showing off. For the purpose of impressing others. Or he's giving it in a way that is excessive so that his family is suffering or he is suffering. So yatazakka, meaning he gives it in a manner that causes, that brings about tazkiyah. And what is that? Without riya and without israf. 
وَمَا لِأَحَدٍ And not for anyone. Meaning he doesn't give charity for anyone, for the sake of anyone, which anyone? عِنْدَهُ Near him, meaning near that person, is مِن نِعْمَةٍ Some favor, tujza That is to be rewarded. It's a little tricky, the structure of the ayah. But if you reflect on it, it will be made clear. مِن نِعْمَةٍ tujza Meaning, no one has any favor outstanding with him that must be repaid. You see, sadaqah is given, or rather we give gifts or we give in charity for various reasons. It could be given for various reasons. One is that you give to someone because they deserve it. And the other is that you give to someone because they helped you yesterday, so you better help them today. So even though you don't want to give it, you feel obliged to give it. You understand? You feel obliged to give it. Because they, min ni'matin, they did some ni'mah to you, and that ni'mah is such that tujza, it should be rewarded, it should be repaid. They helped you yesterday, they favored you yesterday, and that favor is such that it should be repaid. So they don't give it under this pressure. They give it for whose sake? For whose sake? For the sake of Allah. And also, not to anyone, another way to look at this is, that he doesn't give it to a person so that he's doing him such a huge favor by giving him something so that tomorrow he will repay him. Sometimes this also happens. That we give others with what intention? Tomorrow they should give me. Today I should help them so that tomorrow they will help me. Is this why we should give? Is this the reason why we should give? No. When you give, you give for Allah. You expect reward from Allah. That you are helping His servant. Tomorrow when you're in need, Allah will send help to you. You see, it is said that these verses were revealed about Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. Because he would free a lot of slaves. So his father got upset with him. But what kind of slaves are you freeing? I mean, these people are not really strong. What can they do for you tomorrow? Help someone who can help you tomorrow. So he would say, no. I'm not doing it so that they will help me tomorrow. I'm doing it for Allah. Someone is in need. Allah has given me the opportunity. I'm going to help him. وَمَا لِأَحَدٍ عِنْدَهُ مِن نِعْمَةٍ تُجْزَى And really, we need to think about it. If we spend anywhere, what do we think? Tomorrow I should get something from here. And when we don't get it, do we get upset? This is why we remember things like, oh, when their daughter got married, we gave them a thousand dollars. And now that my daughter is getting married, they just give 200. Honestly, it happens. We gave them five suits and they didn't give us even one. Is this why you gave them those five suits? Is this why you gave their daughter a thousand dollars? So that you could get something out of them? Well, if that was the case, you wanted something out of them, you should not have given it in the first place. Actually, you know, they make a list who is giving what? Number-wise, money-wise, and then when they have to return, they check that list back. Please don't do this. When you get married, inshallah, those of you who are not married right now, when you get married, please don't make that list. So that 
when the other family, somebody from them is getting married, you can give them an equal gift. No. You should give what you can afford. Whether it is more than what they gave you or less than what they gave you. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Sheikh Tantawi rahimahullah he used to say, if I want to save my money, I want to invest my money. If I have twenty dollar or fifty whatever, I have to give it in sadaqah. He said, whenever I give, I get more. Subhanallah. إِلَّا بِتِغَاءَ وَجْهِ رَبِّهِ الْأَعْلَى إِلَّا except Meaning the only reason why this servant of Allah, atqa person, gives is what reason? To seek the face of his Lord. Who is his Lord? Al-A'la, the highest one. He hopes to attain the blessing of seeing him. The honor of seeing Allah. Think about it. Being able to see Allah. This is a blessing that will not be given to everybody. It will be given to who? Those that Allah is pleased with. And who is it that Allah is pleased with? Those who do good for His sake and only His sake. Hide your good deeds and make them sincere. With the hope of seeing Him. إِلَّا ابْتِغَاءَ وَجْهِ رَبِّهِ الْأَعْلَى وَلَا سَوْفَ يَرْضَى And He is going to be pleased. وَلَا سَوْفَ And surely, soon. يَرْضَى He will be pleased. Who will be pleased? Allah will be pleased. Meaning the one whom you are trying to please with your sincere effort then He will be pleased with you. He will be happy with you. What do we learn in the Qur'an? The example of those who spend their wealth in the way of Allah. Then is Allah pleased with them? Yes. How so? The reward for their spending is like what? What is it like? Like a grain that grows. And then what comes out of it? A plant that produces seven ears. And in each is a hundred grains multiplied seven hundred times. Wala He will be pleased. So worry about pleasing the one whose pleasure you can attain. You know when it comes to logic and reasoning, decision making and things like that, this is what you look at. Is a problem solvable or not? If it's a solvable problem, you go for it. There is a clear end that you can achieve. When it comes to pleasing people, is it possible to please them? No way. You can't please them. You make them happy today, just wait five minutes, see what happens. It's impossible to please people. But pleasing Allah, that is possible. How do you do that? By bringing sincerity in your actions. Let's listen to the recitation of the surah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim والليل إذا يغشى والنهار إذا تجلى وما خلق الذكر والأنثى إن سعيكم لشتى فأما من أعطى واتقى وصدق بالحسنى فسنيسره لليسرى 